Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very, very little that you really ever need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Hey, Brady, how is your day going? Day's going all right. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't mind a a rainy day. It's all right. Oh, gosh, we sure needed it. So it's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, it's Wednesday, September 29th. And it is like 60 some degrees and raining outside. So it's um, it's very Seattle around here. Very kind of Portland vibes. It's not bad. No, it's actually pretty nice. So yeah. um, it's really funny. All the trees, like all of a sudden were like, <clears throat> lost all their leaves out front. So yeah, it's going to be probably like that. It's that time of year, right? <laughs> it is. That's good. Anything you did over the weekend that you want to report out? Pretty, pretty exciting weekend, things or anything? Was it this week? Oh my, oof. was it this weekend that I... Like redid my closet. I think that might have just been this weekend. I didn't talk about that last. Oh my! Are you doing okay. a Mary Kondo thing where you just like? Does it give you joy in throwing it away, or what are you doing? No, no, no. So <laughs> we do that all the time anyway. Okay, I become less and less attached to stuff. But um, I have a closet in the in the office with me here, and I keep my clothes in here, and Kelsey keeps her clothes in the bedroom because it's an old house with tiny closets, and it's we're modern people with too much stuff. I mean, as I just said, we get. Well, I got too many shirts and jeans, or you know, whatever. So um, it was old and ragged and the paint was ancient and like there were these ledger boards to hold up the shelves and they were like one by fours. They were massive and the shelves were old and ugly and everything. Nothing. It was everything mismatched paint. Um, There was just a lot of extra stuff. The layout was terrible. And so I ripped it all out, sanded it all off, filled in all the holes of which there were many um, and then painted it the same color as the rest of the office. This green. Uh, yeah. This crazy yeah. green. No, like and, your green. Um, it's a green school. Yeah, it's people it's who a very... don't, who are not, of course, watching. What color would you describe that as? Chartreuse? What is it's that? called retro avocado. Is the actual name of the, the paint? I think that's a pretty good interpretation. It's sort of a thick pea color, pea green. Wait a second. Wait a second. Retro avocado. Does that mean like that? It's an old avocado from 1974, and it's like goes to the club studio 54. What is, what does that mean, man? Well, I have to imagine it has to do with the avocado colored appliances and, you know, entire uh, yeah. kitchens from the time. Yeah. And so then it's retro because that was 50, 60 years ago. Eric. Uh, I don't remember so, that avocado green. So yeah. it's, well, it's called retro. You know, what, what do you want? You know, it's, it's a, the, the paint color man or woman. <laughs> now, you know, nine, nine binary, binary person. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the, in their, in their cubicle going, hmm. Of the expand, like 400,000 names for, for shades of color. What are we going to go with for this one? Yeah. It's it's a retro avocado. And I know because I had to buy more because the closet, because it's like, it's very deeply pigmented. It's extremely rich and thick as a color, which means it is extremely hard to, to paint over other stuff. So it took a long time to paint. So I painted and painted and painted and uh, did the baseboards and did the, the, and it, it's, it's nice. It's a nice layout. Everything's like the same colors as the rest of the house. Um, turned out really good, but it, it took me... I got done with work at like noon on Friday, worked like all afternoon on Friday and then worked literally all day on Saturday. And then it was done. I painted at the end of the day. Wow. Awesome. Was, um, yeah. But it turned out really, it turned out great. Um, but you can't Pretty, see it because it's my closet. It's over there. Plus it's yeah. where my underwear is at. So it's not like I'm going to be like, look in here, everybody. Socks, <laughs> underwear, some pants. <laughs> And for those uh, listeners who are turning in, Brady is an accomplished uh, woodworker, so it's pretty amazing. So, well, if you need him, you know, call five 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 five. Don't at me. But the the yeah. real issue was this all started because um, I needed a a little drawer thing for the closet to put my socks and underwear in because my cat is convinced she's not getting enough nourishment uh, and was eating things in my closet. So I thought she had finished with this once she sort of grew up, but just 
a week or two ago, she she chewed a hole through a pair of underwear, right oh, wow. through, right yeah. through. And she's she eating holes in sweatshirts, eating half a socks, you know. And you're, you keep trying to gather everything that she's eaten up and like hide it. And she got in and so we figured I got to put this inside of something. And it, that thing that I had then didn't fit in my closet. And it's like, you know what? You know what? I guess I'll just redo all of it so that this thing fits. I'll rearrange the shelves. Right. So thank you, Kitty, for yeah. uh, inspiring yeah. one more thing uh, crossed off the honeydew list. And that was more of a, a me thing than Kelsey, because it's this is basically my room. She doesn't care what, what I do in here. So so that was that was the weekend. And it was Sundays, the excitement. Yeah. Yeah. It's like redoing. You get to, you know, the better part of middle age. You're just like, you know what? You know what I'm exactly. doing this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, did more weeding of the yard. Probably the last sure. year of weeding. I mean, not last year, but last time during the year. This of- is Eric. He's saying oh. it's terminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last year of weeding. I'm never I'm weeding not, again. I'm never. Exactly. I'm not going to yeah. make it through. I'm not making it through. This you is know. our final show. One of these, one of these days. Yeah. One of these days with weeding. It might yeah. be. Yeah. It's just, that's yeah. it. So I had to yeah. use my electric lawnmower. Shout out to Chris, uh, my Ooh. friend in Oregon, who also has an electric mower. We were talking about how difficult it is to start and oil them. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking yep. Of course. Yeah. Yep. There was, yeah. there was a post on, on Reddit earlier today. That was like, I got laughed at by all of these guys at the, at the oil change place saying, you don't know, you don't need anything. What do you, and then she said, well, jokes on them. I'm taking my Tesla somewhere else. So <laughs> started off really like it's like awesome these guys are talking awesome. down to her and then she's like fine i'll take my tesla I'm just jealous <laughs> take my tesla somewhere else that's hysterical wow so, hey go. all right should we get to the buzz here real quick we've got yep. um we do have a guest flying in today um so maybe not literally and but boy are his arms tired yeah exactly but i'll bump yeah <clears throat> i do want to say brady yep congratulations to us two years yep. that we've been doing this podcast and people still listen well, some, very few, <laughs> but some, yeah. But I mean, gosh, amazing. I mean, we yeah. made it through COVID. We're still yeah. through COVID, but we're still kind of getting through COVID. Yeah. But it's... heck, we launched this back in the September of 2019, and here we are, 2020. Well, great, and it, we really did it. We, <laughs> we really did. It's crazy. We really did it. It's crazy. Uh, hey, it looks like actually Isaac is with us right now. So and all this, uh, I gotta go, you talk about the congressional districts that we got actually drawn up now. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Isaac. Yeah, did I pop in at a great time, huh? You did. Hey, um, this is Isaac Olson. He is uh, the owner of Miko Coffee Collective. I hope I'm saying Miko. Is that correct? You are, yeah. Miko okay. in Colorado. So yeah. So I always think of like Neko wafers, and then I say Neat Miko. But anyway, um, Miko wafers. Exactly. So you are located at six twenty seven Main Street. I have to tell you, I have been there probably every day now. So Ooh, I, hey, like I appreciate cheating, it, man. I'm cheating on other coffee houses, but I will tell you, um, I found out something interesting about how you derived your name. Do you want to tell our listeners about yourself and and how the name Miko came to about to be? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having us on. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, so we kind of collectively made the name Miko out of Maine and Colorado. So I grew up in Maine, uh, moved out here in 2012, and my partner grew up in Loveland, Colorado. So really, it's just the abbreviations of both uh, Maine and Colorado. 
And uh, we had that great notion of trying to gather um, a little bit of Maine and East Coast flavor, but also kind of have a little bit of the Colorado flavor. As Nothing well. speaks to both both like cheesy crackers. Am I, right? I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the East Coast, but, you know, exactly. There they are. So. There he is. <laughs> I used to live in Virginia, so I take I take exception with not. Yeah. <laughs> and, so uh, you know, we have some main whoopie pies and you know a little bit of blueberry flavor and some nice. nor'easter drinks for the coffee with the white mocha and the blueberries cool so we're trying to touch a little bit on a little little bit of my main heritage as mm-hmm. well as Shane's uh colorado heritage so it's really pretty cool so tell us the story about the crackers i mean it really isn't that kind of where this came to be is that am i mistaken or no or was not this at a all. dream of uh you always had a dream to run a coffee house or something but it sounds like it started with the crackers um, it definitely started with the crackers. It actually started with a food truck, believe it or not. Mm. So three years ago, uh, we had opened up a homemade Italian uh, pasta and panini food truck. And we had operated that for, you know, let's say about two and a half years or so. We were going into our third season when COVID hit. And um, we created the cheddar cheesy bits to have something homemade for the crunch uh, with the panini sandwiches. Oh. And, um, so when COVID hit, we actually decided to liquidate the food truck and kind of get out of that and uh, kept hold of the uh, Miko Cheesy Bits line and uh, tried to expand it throughout COVID. We were both working 50 hour a week jobs. So that was a little bit impossible. But um, yeah, so we tried to hold on to that that company. And then really, there was an opportunity for us to jump on to Main Street and open up a coffee shop. And so that was a little bit more of Shane's passion uh, behind the whole coffee and barista piece. And so we kind of tied in the cheesy bits, the coffee shop, and a local collective all in one space. So and can you define what collective, what what that means uh, for yeah. our audience and listeners? Well, you know, we were trying to figure out what word would best describe what we were doing for the local community and artisans and whatnot. So we came up with the collective piece, uh, which is really all locally crafted items underneath one roof. So we have, you know, local bath and body works. We have um, artisans and potters and a bunch of different things underneath one roof that kind of just goes with the local community standards. So really cool. Um, I will tell you that the space is really nice. So you really made it look awesome. Thanks, um, I don't know if did it come that way. I mean, was the skate shop that cool or? No, I don't know. I honestly <laughs> hadn't really seen the space prior to. Uh, there was actually a, uh, an electronic store there before we took it. So I'm. Oh, ah, that's right. Yeah, they kind of dropped all of the money, so we were really able to just walk in and just kind of plug in and go. So oh, it was wow. really kind of they decorated and did all of the interior design stuff, allowing us to really be like, wow, this is this would be a cool coffee shop. So yeah. And um, the one thing I would say is that uh, the coffee is excellent. So Shane does a great job of, of the coffee. And um, I was, I have to tell you, I was really impressed because I'm a huge coffee snob. Brady's a huge coffee snob. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of surprised that I call him that, but I, I know he buys beans all the time and he's a big snob. But, um, but you Look, know, I try it, to keep my elitism close. I try to play to the everyman. <laughs> Yeah, out in me. <laughs> I think I think that's a little late. You know, we're celebrating two years. You're not yeah. you're not an every every man person. It's just not. That's yeah. fair. That's just, <laughs> well, it's you're a little the coffee too. So you know, our concept is local, local, local. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything in that shop is as local as could be. So so what we understand it was uh, Nimbus Coffee, and we've had Bill Teasdale, and I believe he's 
maybe I, sold I that, know. sold that. But I think that he's, uh, I think, but um, but he is uh, the one who actually started the company. And yeah, and his brother-in-law more. Chris, I think, uh, actually kind of took, I'm pretty sure, full ownership of the company, and they yeah. rose right in between Longmont and Mead, and it's just you know super, super Longmont local coffee. So. Yeah. And against the freshness there. Um, so how is the reception so far? I mean, what are people thinking? I'm just curious. You know, honest to God, we've had uh, some really good, really good feedback. Um, a lot of people, and especially being in Boulder County, want to see a lot of like gluten-free items and all of this stuff. And again, I'm a Mainer, so everything is gluten-oriented, high fat, yada, yada. So uh, we're working on trying to appease the masses and, and try to get some things in there. But honestly, that's probably been one of our only comments um of feedback thus far is like hey we'd really want some you know vegan gluten-free products which yeah it's like i don't want but hey yeah there's there's those of us who need it yeah and i mean i got so i have celiac disease so do you really well stay away from the crackers then honest to god so yeah no they'll kill me like i'll just (laughs) lay me out but no i like it's it's a fair thing and so um if you if you come up with something I'll try you. I'll try you gluten free. Well, we're so, definitely working on it. So we're actually trying to figure out a way to do a gluten free cheesy bit right now because yep. I think that would just dominate the market. Would and, yeah. Um, it's one of those things where I definitely have appreciation for other individuals' allergies, and so it's one of those things where we're definitely trying to get uh, a couple pastries in there that are gluten free and and uh, working on that cracker recipe that is gluten free as well. Cool. So. Yeah, no, and and you know what, Brady's really polite, but really it's because he's cheap, and so I need to drag him over there and get him a cup of coffee. <laughs> so he's just waiting for me to like order a cup of coffee for him. That's you know he's using uh, the he's using the you know the the cheesy or whatever. I'm like hey, Eric, I'll get. It. He's like put that away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Get it out of here. So I so much exactly. more than just the cheesy bits. I'll tell you that. All so. right. You know, the concept came, you know, especially after COVID, we wanted to provide a space for people to come in and collaborate with each other to be able to have an opportunity for a storefront without actually having to put the expense out themselves. So exactly. And I don't want to, you know, I certainly don't want to disparage it, but you know, that to me, the cheesy crackers are kind of this cool after like they're on the shelves, they're there, but I think about like all the pastries you have again, the great coffee. So I think that that dominates. So it's really pretty neat. So. Awesome. Uh, and your that. help um, at the counter uh, is it Sophia? Is yeah, that Sophia? Is? Yeah. She's a spunky little firecracker. Honestly, so. yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I'm waiting for her to become cynical and just <laughs> kind of greet me in a New York way. Maybe not a Maine way, but maybe a New York way. But I don't know if that will happen. So you we'll very see. well might. She was born and raised in London too, and Spanish family or Mexican roots at least. So she's got that fire behind her. So she will pop in and and definitely <laughs> she'll welcome you with open arms, but also slap you upside the head. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, wow! wow. So for people who are, possible, of course. So. Yeah, exactly. So for <laughs> people who are tuning in, I want to give it kind of a visual picture. It's right next to like a south of chiba hut so right on that corner so you're right there tucked in and it makes it really convenient for me and i'm sure a lot of other people too as well what haven't we asked you that you'd love to tell people honest to god i think you guys kind of covered the whole thing i was just excited to jump onto your podcast i think it's a cool thing you guys do especially in longmont and i've been trying to promote you guys out there and just you know i was excited to kind of just chat so. Well, we'll give you an honorary sticker for being on the program. So I'll drop one off. You know, you'll get some stickers and you can yeah, leave a stack yeah. of John. He won't mind. Just leave a stack. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Throw them at the exactly. counter. We'll, we'll support you guys. Awesome. Well, you know, again, because we're, we're doing this because of the high rate of pay that Brady gets, I think I give him five bucks. So, yeah. Hey, Do you? Yeah. Something to something. 
I bought you coffee and a drink. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he used to. Yeah. yeah, when we used to do this in person, I used to get the yeah. cup of coffee. <laughs> exactly. Now I make some for four five right. bucks. I'll come and buy you a cup of coffee if you guys come in. So all right, sounds oh, good. Well, so Isaac, I, we'll we'll let you get back to work, but we really appreciate it. I think I'd encourage people to go by when you're baking the crackers because it smells delightful in there. Um, yeah, my only comment is I hope you get some more tables. So that would be yeah. my only comment. We're getting tables and more comfortable chairs. So it's on, it's on our list. Not too comfortable. You want people to stay. You got to turn tables, right? I, I 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac. Thanks so much for joining us. We really Thanks, appreciate it. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good night. Right. You, you too. Guys. Thanks a lot. Well, that Thanks. was Isaac Olson from Miko um, Coffee Collective over there on 627 Main Street. I've talked a lot about their crackers and their coffee. And so yep. they're just, yeah, just really cool. Local. So I, I love the local vibe too as well. I learned something interesting the other day. I think it was on Hot Ones. I was watching Hot Ones. I can't remember who was on the the Hot Wings show. The show with hot questions and even hotter wings, or maybe it's the other way around. It's on YouTube. Go oh, on. Okay. it's good. Yeah, okay. it's good. No. It's got the episode with T Pain on, and he's talking about how not to get, <laughs> how not to to to. to Soften yourself up too much the next day after drinking too much beer, say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, he's got some amazing tips. And he's like, yeah, every time you finish finish a beer, eat some cheese. Counters balance. Really? Out. Well, that's, that's really that's funny. He, huh. So he said, I don't know if that works or not. Um, I'm not the one drinking beer anymore. But uh, eventually they got into this thing saying, I don't think it was him. It was on a different episode or something. But they said that uh, the U.S. military helped invent uh, Cheetos. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah. So like I wanted to, you know, I wanted to tell him because this is fun fodder, but apparently World War Two, they came up with processed and powdered cheese. And then they said, geez, the war's over. We got all this cheese. So I can't remember who it was, but somebody said, Hey, I'll buy your your super your your bargain rack powdered yeah. cheese yeah. and throw it on extruded corn and then sell it. And now we have Cheetos. And I assume that also led to like cheese nips and you know the, the all the other everything. stuff yeah goldfish yeah, that's, or whatever that's the same, else yeah. you know, you're, you're i think there was something really weird about that story too that i found out and i could be totally wrong here but i believe the crunchy cheeto came out before the foamy one i could be totally oh. wrong there but there was something weird about that story that i thought huh i always I like figured it. the foam noodle thing came out first but i could be wrong so i love foam noodles um yeah i know i really want cheetos so anyway uh more, 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 more. <laughs> yeah so let's was, go good segue though so yeah. I went to the uh, left-hand beer garden. Yep, and I'm proud to report it's pretty it's pretty awesome. So live music, met a, a group there, and um, the beer selection is fantastic. You know, they've got a cargo container that they use as the as the uh, uh, bar, if you will, yep. and so people go up there. And you know, the the uh, benches I think you'd like this. They actually look straight out of Munich, so the benches look very oh. long. You yeah. know, so you can congregate. And again, of course, because of pandemic, you know, I'm sure people are a little bit want to stay within their kind of groups, but right. it's pretty darn cool. Yeah. I got a huge lawn. I mean, it's great for kids and families and they're trying to do something with dogs. So as oh, long cool. as the dogs are unleashed and also like vaccinated, they're all cool. The dogs so, vaccinated. But yeah. I get your uh, leptospirosis and all that. <laughs> um, yeah. They're going to do food trucks down there or they are doing food trucks down yeah, there. Yeah. They've right? got a food truck down there right now. And then, um, you know, they have other things other than beer too, as well. You know, seltzer and a few other things too. Yeah. So I've I've heard that they're going to do um, more food trucks, a la Rayback Collective in um, in, in Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. And um, we were talking about Kelsey and I were talking about this. How this it's kind of like Rayback on steroids, then because you've got um, ample parking, which Rayback does not have, um, oh, and you've God, got terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The parking down there uh, is not great. 
Um, and then more seating. And then you'd also have uh, dogs being allowed to go in. So that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a pretty cool asset for Longman. I look forward yeah. to going down there. Yeah. And what I love about it too, is I just drove my scooter. So I was able to park like right there. So just crash it right in there. Yeah. Ooh. I did. Kind of ran right into it. Yeah. The crash. So, Hey, yeah. Hey, you they know. did draw, they did vote and drop some uh, congressional maps. Yeah. That's what I hear. Congressional yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, last time I just want to make sure this goes on the record because last time we were talking about how um, the leading uh, proposed map for Longmont basically would start I think at, like at County Line Road is kind of where it was and that it would run all the way to Utah. And that's not what we wound up with. District 2 is sort of a, a blob in the in, in North Central, um, our district, District 2, is sort of a blob in um, North Central Colorado now. So we, it's, it's not that. District 3 is, it's big, um, but it's not, it's not. Uh, it's not gigantic anymore. You no, know, it's saying. it's it's real big. It's, it's real big. Okay, it's real big. Um, so District Three and District Four are obviously um the more rural districts from from the 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 state. So yeah, District Two is where we're at. It's not at all what it what it looked like. Um, it's just sort of a just mostly you know, semi-circular toward the top borders on yeah. Wyoming, but not at all in Utah. And if people want to check it out, I take it you're staring at a website since you're not really looking at me, you're looking away. And, yeah, uh, um, yeah. It's, I was looking at the, tw- the tweeter, the tweeter. There was a lot mm-hmm. of good stuff mm-hmm. on the tweeter this week. Um, that <laughs> somebody, I can't, I, this came up in my feed and I really only subscribed to Longmont stuff. So somebody said, uh, they were talking about how um, Halloween's coming up and they're like, watch out. If you've got potential uh, people going to st- sneak uh, weed treats in your kid's kid's bag and then people are well because you know they used to be watch yeah. out for the razor blades yes and exactly it's like know. never yeah. never happened and so <laughs> they're like look people don't give out full-sized hershey's bars because they're too expensive there's no way people are going down to like spend 20 bucks on this stuff to give out to your kids to get your kids stoned like they're gonna keep it they're gonna yeah, just gonna get exactly stuff. yeah so yeah and then there's some pretty good ones where it's like somebody broke um like a butterfinger in half and then they're like it's on top of a pistol and they're like, look what I found in my kid's candy. Uh, and um, so there's, there's a lot of hype around this. I don't think that these have ever actually been true. It is obviously, if you're a parent, stay yeah. frosty, yeah, um, of course. keep your eyes open, but I don't think that it's ever. Actually and also go true. through your kid's candy collection because you know, it's just what it's one of the benefits of being a parent. I mean, right. you go through that candy collection, you can steal what you want. Right. Give it back to the kid. It's great. Yeah. So, so there you actually, go. They're really like, little. They don't know. It's awesome. Yeah, this is, this is yeah. your tax. This is the the old the old tax. So I told um, my daughter and her husband, I was like, "You got to take the kid out, even though the kid will be about six months old." It's like you got to yep. take the kid out so you can get some candy. That's right. You get yeah. your own. They'll yeah. have, they'll have great memories awesome. of that. Yeah, there's one. It's like a gallon Ziploc bag full of weed, and then there's like a a Skittles thing <laughs> right on top of it. Like, stay frosty, parents. You never know what's <laughs> what you're gonna see. It's just like this huge. I mean, it's it's like oh, the size Lord. of a it's like the size of a pillow. You know, it's just crazy. So that was a fun one. So causing panic everywhere, you know, that everybody's going to get their kids, yeah, pot. Yep. 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 Uh, A couple of things here. Let's see. Landline Donuts is over on Main Street and looks like they are getting ready to to get started. (laughs) So this is a a donut shop that is out of Broomfield. Excuse me. Out of Broomfield, but they've actually sold at farmers markets and other places too as well. And now they found a home on uh, Main Street. So it's between the fourth and third, third and fourth block on the west-hand side. And they'll be going there. I couldn't find any other information about that, but but they've got the sign up and should be pretty exciting to see that that go up. So yeah, I'm always uh, yeah, I donuts are one of the things that I wish I could still eat. Um, because that like of the gluten-based things, you know, what do I miss? And I'm I miss eating 
trash. And I'm sure their donuts are good, but ultimately it's, I miss fried food. I just ordered, I just ordered a new fryer this morning because I can't, I can't just go and get chicken strips from somewhere. You know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the kind of thing that I miss. Cause I grew up on, I mean, you grow up on garbage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wish them well and it, yeah. And so, awesome. but you can go to the place that's like next door to it. It's called St. Nick's Collectibles, Toys, and Antiques, oh. opening October 1st. And that's going to be like a you know, thrift store, sounds like, antique store, kind of one-of-a-kind collectibles, that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Very so that's cool. cool. Yeah, so I'm, it'll be I'm right next that, to um, the record The other one well. never, yeah. never, never lasted, the um, marbles. That didn't, what? That didn't. Did Lost say? marbles? There was oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a Toy Store on Main Street that, that didn't yeah. work Yeah, it's kind of a it's, bummer. Yeah, it is kind of a bummer. It was cool. And I, I would have shopped there, but all of the the kids in my family are now old enough to like yeah. buy gifts for. And at the time it was like, oh uh, well, you know, my my sister's sister and sister's in law had not yet had any kids yet. And now it's they're old enough for that. So well, that's um, a tough slog to do a toy store nowadays. It's like, oof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. And you can like just a go game online. store. Game store does well, probably. There's yeah, there's quite a few of those. And um I know that the the guys that um, I hang out with my brother in particular, his friends, um, so that there's some good ones around. So I can't remember all of them. Hey, dude, is, is Tacos GTO actually, actually open? Because they have no website. Yeah. So John, our listener, John, went there. Okay. So he said, yeah, he went there. And, you know, he just says it's huge. You know, it's a gigantic space. It used to be Salvation Army a long time ago. For those oh, oldsters, wow. you know, they get to fill out their bingo card because I mentioned Salvation Army. The so olds, yeah. in that space, um, yeah, um, John John gave me a throwback today. He said it was back in the 50s and I can't remember, Homestead Steakhouse or whatever. And I was like, I that predates me. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, I wanted to go down there. I would actually call in for takeout last night. It was a long, it was a particularly long day for Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, yesterday and i you know i was like i'll go pick something up and i wound up going to five guys because i i couldn't find i couldn't yeah. find their information on the internet Just... uh and i found their food truck info and i called the food truck number yeah. and i couldn't get it so if anybody's got connections to them hey guys come on yeah get a get website a, get a website yeah. i wanted to yeah. i was gonna like pick something out at least you know, call down and see if i could order i don't know i couldn't find anything so i was that's so incredibly frustrating i have to tell you i don't know what it is but it's like go <laughs> get at least a basic website and yeah you know, yeah, do that, something so bare bare yeah. bones is fine that's all you need um yeah. just let us know can we call in can we whatever i got another one for you no go for I it got another one for you on on the afternoon of september 27 an a- attorney representing the summit family restaurants the company that currently owns the casa bonita restaurant in lakewood filed a series of documents to let the judge overseeing the case know that the south park creators and summit family restaurants st- struck a sale agreement on September 23rd. So no. and you, you said, and I said it couldn't be done. You no, said actually, it I think it done. was you said it couldn't be done. No. That's don't <laughs> don't you put that in my mouth. I don't want I don't want any of that. 3.1 million dollars. But I was like, this seems because I had seen like five articles. You know, you click on one thing and then your phone's like, Do you care about Casa Bonita? And it's like, oh my God, not that much. No, God, no. oh my God. No. Um, please stop. It's not, I don't need to know. Oh, no. yeah, Trey. Well, Trey now is he's all. He he walked. Uh, just like stop it. Stop well, and, and you know, and again, you know, it's a nice thought, but hopefully they're going to turn around and sell it because the idea of running a restaurant for them. I mean, you know, maybe again they've got boatloads of money, so they're probably hey. fine. But again, at once you start looking at the PNL from that, and you go, huh, you know, it's not really making a lot of money. It's costing a lot of money. I mean, they might change their minds and sell it to somebody else. I don't if know. If they, yeah, you know, like if, if they're going to. 
They're going to have a run at it. I think they're flush with cash if they want to burn a few bucks. Yeah, exactly. And again, working. you know, we we dared them to come on this show, but, you know, we haven't heard anything from their <laughs> agents. So, you know. Matt, was it Matt, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone? Yeah. 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 If, they yeah. would probably blow this up. Like, just, I don't know if we can handle that. <laughs> exactly. Some yeah. people are paying attention. We don't want anybody to pay attention to us. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, that's exciting news. Anything about a date of opening, it's just the sale, right? It's just the sale. They're yeah, probably going to blow know. it all up and redo it. And, well, you know, they, they... it was featured in one of their episodes. Yeah, absolutely. What the big thing is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really hope that they kind of keep the historic grunge of it, you know, and not grunge. make it too, because I picture them making it hipster, and that would be really sad. I don't know i kind of think that they'd want to keep the flavor and maybe make it better i've never been but people are like well it's frightening yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. Just, i hope they didn't up. turn on the lights before the sale because it would yeah, be gross black yeah. light out and see what's yeah. going on in there yeah, um, disgusting um you, go ahead do you know where marnette is marnette no yeah marnette so i was looking um i was looking at the map earlier today and i probably just for podcast research and i i found marnette and it was like, oh, it's Marnette. And it's um, over by the Golden Pond Sunset Golf Course area. It looked like it was actually a little further to the west of me. But I I didn't know anything about it, but it was listed on the map. Like as a town, as a place, as a thing? It was it? just listed as Marnette, like sort of west central Longmont. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Never heard yeah. of it And so um, somebody says, so there's a Johnny St. Brain article about it. He said, about a year ago, my friend's. And I were looking at the weather app and it said that we don't live in Longmont, we live in Marnette. Um, and then so the guy, uh, Johnny St. Vrain, says, yeah, um, as of May 23rd, uh, 1926 edition of the Daily Times included a short article about asphalt being delivered for the new bridge across the St. Vrain, just south of the Marnette beat dump. Ah, <laughs> nice to the marnette's beat dump so nice uh, i guess it refers to that so if you ever hear that exactly so, so it was just back in the day you know we can have our older listeners tell us about that and i'm sure they would be delighted to they can reach us at 555-5555 um, or yeah. reach us at seriously reach us at side dish longmont at gmail.com yep so they, yeah. they whoa i saying uh marnette or marnette with an e or without uh, i was a known place near Third Avenue, and what is now Hover Street. So right there, I guess there was a beat dump or something. Um, yeah, and crazy. probably as such, there could have been some some living conditions over there to hang out with the beat dump. I could be totally wrong, and I'd, yeah, I, it'd be funny if you like. Oh yeah, if you plant your hydrangeas here, they actually turn purple. That's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you don't> know. <laughs> hey, and I wanted to give a shout out to Phil over at the uh, city of longmont they you know they had the kaufman street plan discussion last this monday actually this past monday cool and i wanted to be there and i couldn't break away from work so but i've uh, efforted to to talk to him just to see how it went i'm really curious to know okay so that's the expansion plan we talked about it kind of ad nauseum but um i'm really curious to see what the feedback was from neighbors and other people in the business so yeah yeah I've got other news um, yeah. completely related to nothing at all that we've talked about. So <laughs> go for it. I'm done with my news. So you can. Okay. Uh, you well, can we're up to yourself. 83% people in um, probably eligible people in, in Boulder County who've had at least one dose of, uh, nice. of a vaccine, a nice. vaccine and yeah. 78% with full course coverage. And of course, because I can't do math the the website at the bouldercounty.org uh, says uh, 5%. That, that puts it to 5% with partial coverage. Um, and I guess it could be 
the one shots would be calculated somehow weird, but yeah, so we're, we're doing pretty good. The number is still ticking up. We were stuck at 81 for quite a while. We're up to 83 with at least one dose. So I'm, I'm happy to see that, uh, there's yeah. places in this country and around the world that are not doing so well. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, hospitals are, are fairly full. Yeah. Um, so, you know, take care of you and yours, um, be safe. Help be us healthy. get out of this. We want to, yeah. yeah, we're just done. Go, so, go yeah. get your jab. Yep. No apologies. Yeah. Any other news there, my friend? Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, the tweet that I saw um, about, well, uh, that made me think of Casa Benita again, was uh, somebody named Kyle Clark on, on Twitter said, this new, this just in, smoke is seen rising from the Casa Benita, signaling that the Colorado has a new congressional redistricting map. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a reference to the Pope. Yeah, that's a Pope for those selection. of our young our young listeners have no that's idea a, what that means. That's a Pope selection joke. They yeah. let the white smoke out of the that's the, right the the Pope Temple or whatever. Yep. Um, I should know. It's called the Vatican, but Vatican. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm. I, it's it, the they, Pope they, Temple. They, exactly. they raised yeah. me up Catholic, so I, yeah. I actually know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how it is. Um, I know how it is. <laughs> oh well. There you go. <laughs> I think I'm, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, this has got you've got something related. Keep going. But I was going to say also congratulations to uh, Jared Polis and his husband um, Reyes. I think his name is. Um, I think it's Reese. I could Reese. be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Mar- Marion Marlon Reese. Yeah, yeah. R E I S, which is the confusion yeah. on, on my my have. They got married. So cool. Yeah. Way to go. It's I guess really cool. it's the first. First same-sex marriage. This is according to NPR. First same-sex marriage of of a sitting governor. Wow. Kind of neat. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Colorado. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Huh. Things are happening all the time. You know, you I can't, know. Can't yeah. stop things from happening. Maybe he, hopefully he didn't sit during the ceremony. Maybe he he was a little bit more active than that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He I said sitting governor, so I sitting, had to kind of go there. So. There's a there's a rim shot in it. There's a bottom. But I'm bomb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we gotta we gotta get somebody who works free to do sound because. There's a lot of these. My sound hits. effects are really good. Come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're done. Hey, we are done. So as always, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to Isaac Olson of Miko Coffee Collective for joining us today. Um, encourage everybody to go check it out. Find us on Amazon Music, Allegra, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your pod content. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com and send us your music. I mean, if you are a local artist, even if you're not a local artist, send us your music. Yeah, whatever. Sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Hey, we're happy to play it. We just need your permission that we can we can play your music or somebody else that you know, their music. So if you're a friend of Sting, you know, get a hold of Sting and tell him to Yeah, why not? Hey, there's a couple guys. With a few <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey. play Desert Rose for everybody, you know, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, That's- Brady. <laughs> <laughs>